0: to machine learning this morning I want to talk about uh, how to use hydrogen peroxide to produce hydrogen or fuel fuel cell car and uh, how this could be a form of decentralized power generation so what uh, a catalyst is is a it's a chemical reaction that speeds up a process and so what you end up with is <clears throat> 2H2O. So you add the hydrogen peroxide to the uh, water and you end up with 2H2O. And <clears throat> that is a weaker form of a covalent bond. So it's easier than to be consumed to break apart through, uh, through electrolysis the hydrogen, which could then in essence power fuel cell car. Now, the question has been, can you afford a fuel cell car? Well, with the nano materials and the new uh, type of uh, materials that uh, can produce electricity from hydrogen, then you can uh, be able to cost-effectively produce hydrogen in a car for about the same price as an engine an internal combustion engine. So I have proposed that you could drive your car on hydrogen using the compressed hydrogen in a carbon fiber tank, but this, in this case what I'm uh, proposing is that you have now this uh, hydrogen peroxide catalyst almost like, you know, you would have a tank of, of propane, and then you would use that propane to do your heating and so forth. You would have a tank of hydrogen peroxide, which you would then feed into uh, water to produce your hydrogen to power your fuel cell car. So, you could produce your own hydrogen in your home, uh, and then you'd have a compressor that uh, would take that hydrogen and, and fill your tank. So. Uh, you know, but let's say it takes uh, you know eight hours to do this process. You you just start in the evening and you start filling your tank. Well, then the question is is well what about in an emergency situation? Well, imagine eventually if you started having enough vehicles that were hydrogen based vehicles that uh, you know universally, let's say you could universally just fill your car with high pressure hydrogen like you would with natural gas, then you would just pull up to uh you know a hydrogen refilling station and uh and and just uh pressurize your carbon fiber tank. Well then the question would be uh isn't that just only in California where you could get that and and then the the answer is probably yes. California has some hydrogen refilling stations that Toyota has established. But uh, you then would uh, look at it and say, well, uh, you know, I can't wait. cost of uh, gasoline is oh, oh, almost $5 a gallon. I need to, you know, make the, the transition now. So, you know, having the home hydrogen peroxide catalyst reformer with a compressor that would compress your hydrogen into your tank um, would be... You know, some uh, innovation that is needed, and I'm sure there's companies that are looking at it. You know, that uh, you can just connect your your hydrogen up, and uh, you know, let's say you you have it connected and you drive off. Well, you know, it has a safety escape valve, seals just like in gasoline. If the pressure suddenly drops, it'll seal the line, uh, or it disconnects at the uh, at the top and uh you have emergency shut off well and these are and these are features that you know people have thought of. I once saw this man he was in a a car and and he forgot that he had the uh left his uh hose in his car and he drove off it, and the hose uh disconnected and uh sheared off uh at the top and I was afraid that it was gonna you know. Flow gasoline all over, but no. It, it, it in the control system itself, they it had to shut off, and so uh, you know there are these safety mechanisms, and there's foreseeable that someone could do that. Well, and so the same thing with you know home hydrogen pr- uh, production. Well, you know you'd have detectors to to make sure there's no leakage occurring, and uh, and uh, emergency shut offs and things like that. So these can be built into the product now. Would they be cheap? Um, they wouldn't be cheap, but at the same time, maybe they would be cost-effective over the long term, and that's what you know, you're know you ultimately uh, seeking for, is that cost-effectiveness over the long term. Well, just imagine if you had a million people with these uh, hydrogen systems, hydrogen fuel cells, and they're putting... The grid, then, is not looked as a source of energy to pull from, but a grid is a place where you put your excess energy back onto. And so, uh, you know, it uh, then becomes this storage of energy. And if you had the, all of these, you know, if you had 25 million cars uh, that were fuel cell putting energy back on the grid. You don't have almost an unlimited amount of energy. So then we move into this era of unlimited energy and uh, cheaper products as a result of unlimited energy and so forth and everything gets cheaper it versus what we are seeing right now with inflation where everything is getting more expensive and as things get more expensive then you know things become more niched and specialized and it just becomes harder to survive, um, even in my field, which I, you know, with uh, computer science, it's always been a very high-paying job, almost twice what normal average person would get paid, but it, even there, it's becoming very uncomfortable to survive, you know, with the high, higher cost of living, and so, you know, wages haven't gone up. You know, there's a the high degree of specialization that has to occur in order to find those uh jobs that they're willing to pay those premium prices for. And uh, and so uh, uh for that reason I think uh you know that uh we can uh we can look to uh hydrogen as a, a a, a substitutable source of energy that we could use to uh, fuel our, our cars.